Cubbies in the books. The final score in game six, the Washington Nationals seven, the Houston Astros two. What is up? Game seven, baby. <laughs> Game seven. So many things to talk about tonight. Yeah. Um, so it, before we go into it, I want to tell you the highlight of my night. <laughs> I didn't really, I watched the game, but I didn't really watch it. I chose to take my radio upstairs and I was building a closet set in my room. And nice. I was listening to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler on the radio. Which, which before you go on with your story, let me tell you, if you have never listened to their play-by-play call of a Nationals game, these two are some of the best in the business, in my opinion. They deserve a heck of a lot higher notoriety than I think they get for what they do. And they are phenomenal um, at calling a pretty straightforward baseball game. And they just have some of the best, um, some of the best calls I've ever heard um, in baseball. Anyway, please continue. All right. So the stuff goes down with Turner. Uh Uh-huh. Which we'll get to in heavier detail. They're bantering back and forth, right, as the umps are calling New York and all that. And they're looking at replay, and Dave Jagler's like, well, the ball comes, and then it hit the – it's coming in, and the glove hits him in the buttocks. (laughs) And then later (laughs) you're talking, talking, talking. And then he's – yeah, the ball came in. It hit him. Buttocks, the derriere. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) what? What is going on? <laughs> they were stretching so much. They were like, "This is this weight is going very long." The crowd's getting rest- like it was going and going. But all of a sudden, I hear Dave Jagger talking about butts, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I'm, so- I'm gonna have to go back and listen to a replay and see if I can <laughs> catch that. That sounds amazing. So, with that said, Game Six, seven-two victory, Washington Nationals over the Houston Astros. Astros, the first playoff championship series where the road team has won every single six games. And that is of any major sport, NHL, NFL, NBA, baseball. First time ever that the away team has taken the win in every game. That is, that is insane for, for one. Um, but given, it's also the first time that a pitcher has gone five and zero in the playoffs. Five and zero in the postseason, and mind you, this is Steve Stra- Steven Strasburg, who had not been allowed to pitch in the postseason twice before. Had his first pitching, I believe, in the postseason the last time the Nationals were in the playoffs. I, yeah, I think so. And then this was his first complete postseason as a player, and he did phenomenal. I mean, if regardless of what happens, the, the remainder of the way, um, you cannot take away anything that he has done in the postseason. He deserves 100% of the credit for what he did. He was lights out, um, and he did exactly 
the sort of thing that people have become accustomed to Steve Strasburg doing on the mound. Um, I've got a bit of a summary, so we can walk this down. But but before we dive into it, remember what we talked about at the end of Game 5. The Nationals were without any life whatsoever in terms of their offense. They were flat. They were leaving runners on base. They were otherwise just sort of chugging along and not really providing much of a challenge to Houston at all. So let's go into tonight. Tonight, the setup is you had Steve Strasburg going against Justin Verlander, um, arguably one of the best pitchers ever in baseball, um, yet a guy who unfortunately is winless in the World Series. Zero and six. Zero and six now. And, and also a guy that they beat in, uh, in game, game two, two back in Houston. Yeah. So a guy they know they can hit and a guy that, that they know – is vulnerable, and um, despite all of the electricity in the air, the Nationals came out hot. Um, right out the gate, Trey Turner um, beat out a ground ball uh, for a hit. Um, immediately, they took to manufacturing a run in that mm-hmm. Eaton hit a bunt yep. that scooted, scooted Turner over, and right out the gate, you had Rendon hitting on the shift, hitting into the gap in right field, uh, a double that brought Turner all the way around to score, making it one nothing. Um, right away, Houston comes back. Um, they tie it up, um, and in fact, um, I forget how the scoring went down for yeah, them. Well, Springer Springer got the double. Then um, he moved over to third on a wild pitch, mm-hmm. and then Altuve got the sack fly to left. Right. So right, out that, the gate, so right out the gate, it's all tied up. Yeah. And that and then, was, uh, I want to say, the end of the game. Right. So, so thus far, given this World Series, if anybody were to go back and study it, par for the course <laughs> for, for every <laughs> single pitching matchup this entire series. Like, this is honestly a rerun. The first two innings were consistently a rerun between game to game to game. Uh, the, the first team coming up scoring next team coming up scoring. Um, yep. Except that in the second inning was when the Astros went up three, three. No, that was the first that, well, that was in the first Bregman hit the home run to left where he decided to carry his bat with him. That right. Right. So suddenly it was three, one in the first two, one, two, one. Yeah, it was two, one. So I could do the scoring ones if you wanted, just really quick. So it was two one. Then uh, the next no scoring until the fifth was Eaton and Soto. Uh, the seventh was the home run by Rendon, and then the ninth was the double uh, to right. All right. So now, so now, mind you, given going back to the criticisms we had in games four and five, the Nats were close. But in the third and fourth, had the same scenario both times. They got two runners on base and ended the inning with two runners sitting there on base. So for a minute, I was going, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Um, <laughs> with no steal attempts, no bunts to manufacture, so not quite the, the aggression that they had in that first inning. And even in the fourth, right. I was a little bit ticked in the fourth because they got those guys on early. Uh, with no outs, and then didn't didn't act on them. 
to try and move him over despite them moving through the lineup. So, okay. So you, you get, you get down to uh, the fifth, you got Adam Eaton comes up. He hits a home run um, to rock Verlander. Um, Soto comes up and mind you at, at this point in the game, Verlander had already thrown 75 pitches. So yeah, so he was, they were like, working him I want to say third inning. He was at like 50. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Then... They, they were working him tough in the third inning for sure. Um, and I think they finally cracked him when it got to the fifth. Um, he gave up the two home runs, one to Eaton, one to Soto. And uh, that that put the Nationals right back in it, big time. Um, you know what's funny? Before you move on, coming into the game, uh, the play-by-play guys said that, well, when Eaton first came up um, and t- did his bunt, they said Eaton is actually has he's six for nineteen in the series. He's actually tied with Soto for the most hits on the team. Yeah, and so then I found it very hilarious that Eaton homered, and then it was almost like Soto came up. I was like, "Hey, yeah, you're not <laughs> passing me. You can't have more. You gotta have more hits than me." Right. And then he knocked that bomb that just went up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you get to the bottom of the inning, Springer. Right out the gate, um, get the double. Um, they get two runners on very quickly um, on third. And well, Reddick, the right fielder, came up. He got a single, and then Springer got the right, double. Right, which, so which put the runners which put them at in second and third. And yeah. Strasburg battled out very well out of that. He one. struck out Altuve on three pitches. He got Altuve out like, right away, which I still think he's probably one of the most dangerous hitters on that club. Like, he – yeah, no, he came up. I was like, for sure, they're going to at least score one. That's He's exactly going to get his I bat thought. on. And something. he got him. I think. I think. So he got I was like, all right, we got a tie game on it. I and think then so, yeah. uh, turns around and forces a uh, forces a uh, a ground up. Yeah, forces it out, and they leave two of them on. So you move to the sixth inning, and in, and so the Nats have punched out Verlander in five innings. So now we're on to the bullpen, and Strasburg is still pitching. Great. So you get to the six. You got uh, Peacock. Nats go three up, three down. Yeah. Yeah. You got Peacock coming in. Um, consecutive outs and infield play and, um, you know, a, a strikeout for a third out. Nothing crazy. Um, and then you've got in the seventh is where it gets just crazy. Um, right out the gate, the Nationals are attacking again. They're, uh, they've got one runner on already. Um, and that was, was that, no, that was, uh, Gomes. That was Gomes. Gomes was on. Gomes was, uh, Trey Turner comes up to the plate. He puts the ball in play and it's a ground ball. That's just kind of going slow, but he had already run one out at the beginning of the game. So he's tearing down the line. Yeah. He goes to first. And when you see it in real time, he's beating it down to first. The throw comes in, the throw gets away from the first baseman, and suddenly you've got runners on third and on second. And almost right away, no the umpires call interference on Turner on the play. Now, what's interesting about this is that they base this on him blocking the throw to the first baseman, but he's making the move to go to the bag. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's not – you know, the first baseman could still make the play. He could still tag him. And he's – 
I don't know. My opinion, he was to the right of the bag. He was moving to the right. He's making the move to go to the bag. He's not staying to the inside portion of it. Um, it, Either way, it was going to be a close play. But what basically happens is a very controversial call where the Nats could have been in a position to have two runners on on third and second with no outs. And suddenly they call Turner out and uh, Gomes has to go all the way back to first base. Um, Yeah. And so Dave Martinez is livid. (laughs) And it was awesome to see him just light up the umpires on this one. He went off. And... um, he he's right out the gate. He's arguing the call. Now it turns out that that particular play is not reviewable on, on replay. But yeah. Cause it's a judgment, it's call. a judgment call. Now they make enough of a stink that apparently what happened, cause this, this goes on for minutes. Like they went to a commercial break, came back and the umps are, are now on the headsets. And, um, the whole time they're on the headsets, Trey Turner's John Adam. Um, at one point, Cabrera, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, Cabrera is is holding him back. Like, he, he was mouthing off. Yeah. The Cab- Let's put it this way. When you got Cabrera <laughs> being like, yo, dude, you better chill. Yeah, hey, you better come down. Like, like, yeah, no, the funny thing is the radio was so far ahead of the TV that I was – cheering and then i'd come out wait like two minutes and then the stuff would happen on the tv so i was hearing the guys call turner's yelling at the umpire oh he was he was going off so i was you like had what is going on kind of go off and the thing is where the review you know headsets were is right next to their dugout so they're just john at at them and the nats were livid even joe buck you hear him and smoltz talking about it and they they were just like that dugout is on fire right now. Um, yeah, I mean this is you even the I mean I, they were winning yes, but that's such a huge play and it c- could well, have think been about, think about what was it a few years ago? You had a controversial call that blew blew the postseason for the Atlanta Braves, right? Against St. Louis. Well, just just look at how the the Nats, well, the pitchers were handling balls being right. called, not being right. called strikes. Right. I mean, you just go to little stuff now, something that's so little yeah. like that, and how it was affecting. Yeah, them. and then you put this in yeah. there. So, so Martinez had had enough um, on this one. Like this, if he was a slow boil, he boiled over on this one. Um, cause what ends up happening is they sit there on the, on the headsets for a few minutes and, and apparently the people in the state have no idea what the hell is going on. It's just, they're, yeah, they they're, they're just sitting there going, what is, what is happening right now? All they know is that yeah. Turner has been called out. Um, they're guessing it's probably for interference, but there's been no clarification on the call. Mark. Oh, and, and, and why, uh, Turner started yelling was because, they showed the replay on the big screen. Oh yeah, so he's convinced, and then, and, and so then, he saw yeah. it, and he's like, was he's like, "What the hell?" And then on top of that, you know, they're sitting there talking to the extra umpire who's sitting in a, you know, in a cube somewhere up in New York City. Um, yeah, the wa- seventh watching umpire this thing. on this crew. And meanwhile, Turner's screaming at him, "Your chief, of, your chief of operations, Joe Torrey." He's like, "He's sitting right there. Ask him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
they talked to Tory after the game. Rosenthal did, and you know he he's he deferred. He's a company. He's a company he man defer- now. Yeah, so he deferred on it. He's he a, didn't. It's a judgment call. They they were talking to them about they wanted to make sure what they were telling Davy Martinez was correct. So, so basically, what and it I'm like, down that doesn't they, take they that long. For several minutes, put the headsets on. Didn't even review the play. Just upheld it and basically affirmed that they had a right to uphold the call and went from there so so what happens and what i love was rizzo on his blackberry or whatever like i'm, sure I'm he filing was already, protest yeah. right now yeah i'm sure and submit okay <laughs> exactly <laughs> and you know what and you know what if it were the astros i would think they would be entirely entitled to the same thing this is not me being yeah. a homer the last thing anybody in sports ever wants to see happen is a game blown by bad officiating yeah and like uh saints last year and, and the uh, year before NFC championship game yeah and the year before with them and you know to, to have anything come down to something like that that you're you know is it a catch <laughs> is it is it you know was it what, is it a blatant pass interference? was it a home was you know, it a home run and you know what's so funny is john smoltz even called that out you know that this is not what you want if you're if you're in the middle and you know you're in the heat of the moment, it's the World Series for crying out loud. And you know I got to give Alex Rodriguez for the guy who's the poster child for interference at first base. Okay, <laughs> all you got to do is look up a Rod <laughs> meme first base, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh my God, I forgot. For the about guy that. who's the poster child for interference at first base. Um, yeah. With his infamous trying to slap the ball slap. out of the first base with the glove, <laughs> um, he he was spot on in his assessment because apparently him and Frank Thomas and David Ortiz were all kind of in agreement that this was a BS call. They, you know, they, yeah. they were like, "Listen, unfortunately, this is one of the rules where no one has ever quite." you know, defined it again, much like the NFL with either pass interference or with what's a catch. Um, and some of the difficulties they've had with that, I think the problem and the difficulty in this is all in the language and that it boils then to just a judgment call and nobody is reviewing the play. Now, A-Rod made the argument, you have hundreds of cameras in the stadium. You have six very intelligent umpires on the field, you have one more guy sitting over here and you have the chief of operations in the stadium, if yeah. not the commissioner, most of the time, like you guys should be able he was there. I'm, pr- I'm pretty yeah, sure he was like, there. But, but I, his point was, pre-game interview. his point was you guys should be able to figure out this call and you guys should yeah. be able to look at it and decide whether or not, you know, it's, it's legit or not. Now, For those of you following along at home that didn't watch the game, the good news is that immediately after they uphold the call, Turner's out, Gomes is back at first. It's now one out. Up comes Anthony Rendon. No, Eaton actually popped out. Eaton comes in. He pops out, and up comes Anthony Rendon, who got scooted up in uh, in the lineup, yeah? No, it was all the same. And the thing that I was like, oh, my God, this could keep start tumbling was because Eaton only took one pitch and he popped out. Right. And it was like, like this becomes the Bartman moment of this world series for the nationals. So Rendon comes up and he ends up hitting a two run shot over the wall. Yeah. Two run Homer. 
the Nats dugout explodes. The air is sucked out of, of the Houston uh, ballpark. And thankfully, thankfully, there is some redemption in that the Nationals now add two runs to the lead. Now yeah, making it five to two. Making it five to two. Now the argument could safely be made that should have been six to two, regardless. But that's immediately what Adrian said, and I was like, "You don't know if Rendon's going to hit a homer, right. but I under." But yeah. we'll ta- she's but like, we'll, "I know." But we'll take it, given the circumstances. <laughs> we'll take it. Now the best part of this whole thing, because <laughs> this is the thing. Again, if you're following along and you didn't watch, you missed some major drama. They go to commercial break at the end of the inning. The Nats are now going to take the field, and uh, Houston's going to get a chance to bat now, and it's the, it's the bottom of the seventh. They come back, and apparently during the break, Davey Martinez has gone off on the umpire. Boy, did he. And, he, and, and they, they just come back, and there is footage of him screaming at the umps to the point that his assistant is holding him ba- barely holding him back. And, um, yeah, he was like a Falcons lineman trying to block Aaron. Donald. Ooh, it was uh, like, he was, it was, he was bad. on fire. Now, mind you, this is a guy who had heart surgery back in September. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like he had heart surgery. The Nats didn't do too well when he was out, he came back, they made the postseason. And apparently he's been doing everything from like playing Zen music in his office, keeping candles in there. Like he's, I think he's got a portable waterfall or something, probably traveling around with him. Like, like he, he, he has, he's been told he has, he has the bench coach just hit a triangle every now and then Bing. Bing. one of those meditation bowls or something like he, he has been told to take it easy. And he is just going off. I mean, to the point that even I think Joe Buck and James Smoltz were like, "Could somebody just make sure that he's okay?" And back in the dugout, like, he's what? his blood pressure's up, his heart rate's going. Somebody better make sure he's actually all right. Yeah. What was great was so uh, Hale, the bench coach, manages to move him away, and then Martinez lays into. Uh, one of the other umpires then he gets thrown out by the home plate umpire and then he does this spin move around the bench coach to get even closer and it was oh great. he was gonna get his two he was gonna get his two cents in and he wasn't gonna let them get away with it right well that, so <laughs> in, in, in that... post game he's being asked about it and he very smartly just said listen i don't want to put the focus on me I want to put the focus on what my guys did tonight. So he kind of avoided going into any yeah, extra detail he did a very on good it. But job there was some that. supposition that at some point during the conversation about what they were actually doing on the headsets, because he wanted them to do a review. And at the end of the night, we find out from Joe Torrey that actually they didn't do a review of the, of the play. They just wanted to confirm what they could or could not do. Yeah. And be basically, they wanted to be told, yeah, it's okay if you tell them it's a judgment call, and judgment calls aren't reviewable, and that's it. So I, I don't think he appreciated being blown off about it. He was pretty livid in game five after that blown um, strike three call on Robles. Yeah. And, I mean, oh, and, okay. and he yeah. said it then. If you, were, if you were watching it, he said it point blank. Where do you think you are? This is the World Series. What are you doing? Yeah, he was like, wake up. Yeah, wake up. So 
to then have this pop up, and it's at the most critical part of the game. This is the seventh inning. These are the championship innings, as as some of the guys have said over their coverage in this in the series. And this could be such a huge momentum shift if it goes bad. To have yeah. them just decide not to review it at all, I think he took issue with that. There was some supposition during the press, uh, the press conversation afterwards, that maybe one of the umps might have actually bumped him um, in their conversation, and that's what set him off. I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's going to be so much more about this tomorrow. Um, yeah, when it all comes down to it, and people have had a chance to really look at it, but given my criticism of Davey in game five for not really blowing his lid in the seventh when he should have, it was so funny because Manny just said, well, this is what you wanted him to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Good for you. Like Strasburg has the game under control. You know what your game plan is from here out, which is your guys got to be smart. They got to be smart in the field. You want to bring in either Hudson or Doolittle or one of them and call it a night. Yeah, Charlie Slow said before the game that he um, he's like, yeah, I was talking to Martinez before the game, and I was like, so what's your plan of attack with, uh, you know, the pitching? What's your strategy? And he was like, what? I I Strasburg's going eight tonight. Yeah, like that. That's flat out. He was like, he's going. He eight. did not want to have to go to his bullpen at all, at all. Oddly enough, they were throwing a lot. Like guys were up. Uh, Scherzer uh, was up at one point. Probably from six, seven, eight, nine, yep. they were throwing. It was Corbin at one point, Scherzer. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was at least just up there with their arm going. I think it was just and the play. We spoke safe. about yeah. that yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago. Mm-hmm. We're like, they need to have these guys ready to go. Yep. And they they were all up there. Yeah. Uh, ready that to was go. actually good. That was actually really good to see because it, it was one of those things where it's like, you know what? If they got to put Scherzer in tonight, put him in. Hopefully he gets it done. You still got Corbin and Sanchez you can go to for game seven. Like, like what's the problem, right? Yeah. Um, it's not the plan, but you got tools in your, in your uh, arsenal that you can go to right now. So I would right. encourage – So after David – Well, I would encourage go ahead. Everyone, if, you, if you did not see how this went down, I would highly encourage – because I imagine there's going to be tons of conversation about this tomorrow – um, oh, yeah. On all the different sports wires and all the different analysts and all that sort of stuff, I would be highly surprised if it doesn't come up as a big topic of conversation for a lot of these guys. Yeah, Tashera said he loved it. He was like, you know, some people might say, you know, you're the head, you're the manager, you need to keep your head or whatever. He's like, I loved it. Well, and that was the thing, right? Like, look, the, it's, it's one of these things you want to see the guy stand up for your players, for one. Apparently, this is only the second time ever in the World Series that a manager has been thrown out. <laughs> the other one, believe it or not, do you want any guess as to who the other one was? Well, the other favorite uh, guy was, or or one of the legendary people to get thrown out was Lasorda. Well, it wasn't him. He never got tossed in the World Series. Uh, the other one was, you're not going to believe this, Bobby Cox. Former manager of the, of the Atlanta Braves <laughs> in '96. Oh, in '96, really? he got tossed out of a World Series game. It's all tying together, Keith. It's circular, <laughs> circular, up, down, and around. So, so yeah. So, I, I frankly, regardless of what the outcome would have been at that point, I thought it was appropriate 
I thought it was 100% on point. What else yeah. is a guy supposed to do? And absolutely, I loved seeing the fight on the part of the dugout. I loved seeing the fight on the part of the players, on the part of the manager. And um, frankly, even Rizzo down there, you know, like you said, on his BlackBerry, lighting up whoever he's got to light up at the league office to say, hey, are you guys paying attention to this? Um, yeah, and I explained. I was like, it, they, because then apparently, too, after uh, that, after Martinez got thrown out or some somewhere in between innings, Hinch, the coach for the Astros and another person were talking with Tori and then Hinch got like upset about something. So everybody was, upset. well, I think it could have been that they said, yeah. you know, they're filing under, they're playing under protest, but we, like we mentioned, they would have done the same thing. And two, what harm does it do? To get the call you know, to for the, the Nats, right. yeah. you know, we're gonna we're gonna file protest, we're gonna play to win, but we're filing protest. It's kind of like yeah, well, and and I think Hinch's argument was, what the hell's taking so long? Because in the meantime, while they're taking their sweet time, you know, farting around on the headset, his guy is getting cold out on the mound, and so yeah, they ended up t- uh, swapping the pitcher. Yeah. yeah, so I think that was his argument, and that's a fair point. You know, you, you got to move the game along. We're trying to to, to You've got time limits for even the review and all that sort of stuff now. They can't just sit there and look at it forever. Um, and anyway, it's so all of that went down. That was probably one of the most dramatic parts of the night was when that <laughs> happened. And I would encourage everyone to watch it because it was, it was amazing um, to see happen and to come back from commercial break and be like, wait, 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 what happened? Um, yeah. And so first and foremost, I hope Davey's all right. I hope he's uh, sucking on some chamomile tea. To, to bring down the stress. I hope he's, uh, you know, going to take a hot bath and just relax um, <laughs> and get himself in a, in a right place for tomorrow. Thankfully, thankfully, hopefully, there's nothing else that comes out of that incident that is literally just he got tossed out of the game and that's done and over with and they get to move on now to game seven. Yeah, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think there'll be any other extenuating circumstances. I don't think there can be, uh, given, given the criticism I, that even former players were like, I don't understand this rule and I don't understand what's, you know, the call and all that. I, I, I think that would be way over the top if somebody decided to somehow penalize the nationals for that one. So anyway, so, yeah. mo- you know, God forbid that that call that they Rendon, you know, that they don't win. Yeah, exactly. Like that just would have been. Nice, so you want, but... so you want to walk through, the rest there. So hey, really quick after that, yeah, the we had a uh, Strasburg came in, clean, cleared up, three up, three down. Uh, Nats went three up, three down with two strikeouts against Presley, who they lit up the other day. So that was kind of mm-hmm. weird. He um, had his stuff tonight. As, he had good stuff tonight for sure. Yeah. Uh, then Strauss came back out, uh, ground out, ground out, pop out to third. Which I want to point out, my la- last episode we were talking and I was like, what I want is infield out. Yeah. Let the guys play. They had eight ground outs, 10 fly outs, and probably half of those were infield. I made the exact same comment. I made the exact same comment to Mandy over the course of the night that I was happy to see that Strasburg wasn't just trying to just carry the entire load. Like, yeah, he was working the batters, but 
if the ball went in play, the guys were playing defense. So yeah, it, they were on outside point of the 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 two walks, which were just that was like he had a temper like he just went away for two batters. He was trying to get he was trying to get that floating uh, curveball to drop in there, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, and apparently uh, he adjusted after the first inning because yep. he was tipping his fastball. Like easy, yeah. Somebody uh, and, said, it was, and then he somebody just said it had something to do with his glove or what he was doing with it, or that's crazy. I don't know, but he was tipping it, figured that out, and then he was lights out. So then, uh, so yeah, those three. Then the top of the ninth comes up. It's still five two. We get a fly out by Robles. Gomes strikes out. Then Turner, which I joked, I was like, what if he hits a home run here? And it's like that's the run we should have had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he did end up scoring because after Eaton was hit by a pitch, Rendon doubled to deep right and uh, two more runs scored. That's scored. right. You ended up with seven yeah. two in the top of the ninth, and that and that yeah. ended up being the uh, that was final, final score. score. Now that now the Astros they were still in the hunt a little bit, and and let me put it this way: having seen so much happen to the Nationals in the ninth inning over the mm-hmm. years. Even a 7-2 mm-hmm. lead was not comfortable <laughs> at all. Well, even when we were talking about the 13-3 thir- right. game and they got two runners yep. on, you're like, oh, oh no, they're going to come yep. back. So, yeah, uh, when Correa got that double, I was like oh. – And he almost yeah, – and, and frankly, <laughs> I I think if, it, if I were the Astros manager, I would have asked for a review on it because I think – I don't know. I thought it hit the gold paint, which which would have made it a home run. But um it hit the top of the wall, it came down, they stuck they let it go as a double. Um I think that just between you and me, I think when Rendon hit that hit that homer that the Astros were just kinda done. I think they they kinda had it in their heads like, Yep, this this ain't gonna go the way we think it is. Um because they didn't do anything else. And Strasburg stayed in. He stayed in the entire uh, game up to the first out of the ninth. Uh, and then they came yeah. and then they came and took him out, which I think was appropriate. Yeah. Like he wasn't – I don't think anybody was super, super threatening. And he probably could have finished out the whole thing, but he didn't need to. And um, no. they had Doolittle ready to go, and Doolittle came in. He gave up the, the double, which – it's what's kind of expected, right? Like he, he works best yeah. when he's got a little bit of a gap to work with. Cause he's just going to go straight gas. I, I don't even know why he bothers. And since, you know, since they're taking signs, cause you know where he's going with it. <laughs> well, you know what he's going to throw. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not throwing any curves or sliders in there. He's throwing straight heat. Um, yeah. So he comes in, they, he gets a couple of, gets a couple of outs and here we are. The Nats have tied it up. It's three, three, it's one. It's one game, one game, one win that uh, the Nationals are now mm-hmm. away from potentially winning a World Series. This is going to be one hell of a game tomorrow. Um, Max Scherzer has oh, been yeah. named as the starter. He says he's good to go. Um, they apparently gave him a, a shot in the uh, in the shoulder. Um, yeah, they whoever, did a bunch of stuff from. Well, whoever did it, I'm sure did a heck of a job because given how much he couldn't move, um, he looked pretty good throwing around and he seemed pretty comfortable even when he was doing his little brief stint in the, uh, in the bullpen tonight. Um, 
it's going to be all hands on deck tomorrow. Um, I could see anything being possible. Um, There's guys that have contributed in this series that may not have been starters that I could completely see making a hit. Guys like Para, guys like Michael A. Taylor, um, you know, who knows pitching wise what's going to happen, but you've got Scherzer, you've got Sanchez, you've got Corbin all available on top of Doolittle and Hudson um, to be able to pitch. Um, so who knows um, what's going to happen. That's a hell of a lot of backup for Max if for some reason he's not 100%. And if he is 100%, this is going to be one hell of a game. Um, I wish I could say the yeah, Nats are going to have an easy time against Grinky, But um, given how it went in D.C., who knows? Um, yeah. But I would like to see them be aggressive. It was funny, and I'm sorry to, to dominate this part of the conversation here, Jay, but it was, it was interesting yeah, after the game. Turner actually did go and talk with uh, some of the FS1 guys in the post game. They, of course, asked him about the whole bit at first base. <clears throat> but they also mm-hmm. asked him about hits because they were quick to point out that in games when Trey Turner does not get on base, the Nats don't win. In, game, in games where he gets yeah. on base – um, they almost always score RBIs and win those ball games because they're swinging the bats. Um, who knows why that is a trend? But point being is they asked them, you know, so what the hell was wrong with you guys in DC? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was. I think it was Ortiz who asked them, like, what the heck happened, man? Like, <laughs> you guys were on fire. How do you go first two games scoring? this insane amount of runs and then go five in three games at home. Yeah. And he said, you know what? Yeah. We, uh, we came in today and apparently there was a stat sheet and their uh, batting coach, um, who was a long time batting coach for the Yankees. Um, I'm forgetting his name. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Turner had basically tossed their at bat stats up there for them to see. And it was like a game-by-game breakdown of the whole thing. And basically, it was like a quick motivation to be like, guys, what the hell? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, and uh, he, he said, you know, they saw it. Kevin, Kevin Long. Long. Sorry, Kevin, Kevin Long. Long. That's right. Kevin Long. Um, that basically, they took it as motivation. They decided to come out aggressive. They decided to come out and do small ball when they needed to. Um, and, you know, all, all bets were off. So... Here we go. It's going to be a one and done um, game seven. This is, I think, this is going to be pretty damn exciting. Um, that place is going to be rocking tomorrow down in Houston. Yeah. So it's it's going to be nuts. Uh, so <laughs> did full game recap, but uh, I'll just go real quick. MVP was uh, Strasburg mm-hmm. for me. And just purely based off of him being involved in so many plays in the game, I'll say Turner as my grinder. Um, for the Astros, I today I don't know if I have an MVP for them. Um, the, I, I put Bregman as the grinder because he just he he's just he doesn't have a lot of hits. I think he only has like five, but they're all. Mo- uh, you know, extra base hits. Three of them are homers, and he's just—he's been clutch for them. And it, 
luckily Nats came back um, with the those two home runs, but um, they were flying high after uh, the, yeah. the first. They, well, inning. you knew you knew if they were going to stay within a run of the Astros, anything was possible. Um, for me, I got a, I got a few guys I think I want to name as grinders here, but my MVP for the night honestly is going to be Anthony Rendon. Um, five RBIs on the night. Um, big time. He was clutch when he needed to be, which he absolutely was not when they were playing here at home. Um, he yeah. showed up with his bat. He, you know, lifted the team after that whole bit in the seventh inning with that and a two run shot. Um, he showed why he's in the running for MVP, um, tonight. So he yeah. is my game MVP for the nationals. Um, right there alongside him should be, and frankly, I would consider making him serious MVP um, should they win, would be Steve Strasburg. Um, go, go, oh, going going yeah, 5-0 in the postseason, being lights out, almost throwing a complete game um, in what would be his final appearance of this postseason. Um, he needed to be mm-hmm. clutch. He was clutch. He was lights out both times in Houston. When he locked down, the Houston batters couldn't couldn't touch him. Um, so he he was absolutely amazing to watch, um, and I'm I'm incredibly grateful um, that he's had the postseason that he's had after years of him being shut down after Tommy John, put on a limited pitch count, being shut down again, and then not having the the deep postseason success with the other opportunities. Um, it was really satisfying to see him do so well um, in this particular postseason. So regardless of what happens, he should be incredibly um, satisfied with how he did. My grinder, I think I'm going to put in the mix um, a couple guys. Um Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm totally totally going blank here. I think my grinder for the night is going to be Adam Eaton. Um, he did all the little things that needed to be done in order to keep the the ball moving along. Um, but my my number two grinder is going to have to be Juan Soto for the Nats. You saw in his first couple at bats, he struggled against Verlander. Um, he kind of got underneath the ball in his first at bat didn't really go anywhere he broke his bat on one of his uh mm-hmm. ground outs. and then the second one was a ground out and he was just kind of uh here we go but in his third go around with verlander was when he hit the hit the home run shot and you could see he made the adjustment and when he stepped in he was ready to go the he threw the first pitch for a strike and soto nodded at him like okay i see it he threw the second, and I'm serious. He he didn't do his crazy dance, but he you could tell something yeah. had clicked with him that he knew what was what was coming, and um, he he threw the first strike. He nodded at him. Threw the second one. He nodded at him. They go through the rest of the pitch count, and sure enough, he clocks it, and they they pull ahead. Um, he needed that after his performance in D.C., and I think that bodes well, especially for him going into tomorrow. That if he can just be patient, if he can make the pitchers work, um, he's going to get a pitch to hit, and he can do some damage with it and um, and come through. So he's there for Houston. 
for Houston, I do like Bregman. Um, this guy, this guy, all of a sudden has has caught fire, and um, he has five uh, five home runs uh, and is the most for uh, in the World yeah, Series by a third baseman. He's on fire right now, um, and he didn't disappoint for the Astros tonight. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. He's two for four. Um, I think he's there. I think uh, Torino, their catcher, has also turned into a pretty dangerous bat. Um, but their grinder, I think the grinder, I'm going to have to give tonight actually to Justin Verlander um, for Houston. Th- th- this is a guy. He did well, that last time. Look, he he went five. He put up a lot of pitches really fast. Um yeah, he threw 93, he threw 93 pitches. pitches and they yanked him after the two home runs. Um, but, you know, he, he, for the better part of the game, kept him close, if not ahead of the Nationals. Um, he had some good stuff that he was throwing out there. Um, I think there was just, in that seventh inning, I think there was just that emotional swing that the Nationals were on fire and they just were not going to lose that game. Just something clicked. Something changed, and you know, I, I think everybody kind of felt it, and it just the rest of it just played out. But I think the game was kind of over in the seventh inning. Um, so, yeah, I'll give I'll give him that one. Um, I think Game Seven is going to be a fascinating game. You've got a, an ace in Max Rinky who's got pretty good stuff, and he showed hey, he showed he can. He could shut him down as good as anybody. The Nats didn't do squat against him in game – was it game three he pitched? Um, so, yes. who knows? Who knows? I think tomorrow's going to be a good game. It's going to boil down to who gets to execute like they did tonight. My gut tells me if the Nats can get six solid innings out of Scherzer um, and can swing the bats like they did tonight to where they're they're – Within one or so of the Astros, we may—I mean, it's been a rerun type scenario all, all series long. It could be a rerun again tomorrow. Um, they can beat the Astros. They can win this game and they can win this World Series. Um, I think tonight was awesome for their confidence. They just got to come out and play their ass off tomorrow, and um, we'll we'll know at the end at the end of the night tomorrow who's who's the best this year. And it's. I think this is going to be fantastic finish to it all. Yeah, I think um, they need to. <clears throat> as emotional as tonight was, they need to get some rest and come back with clear heads tomorrow. Um, I think Scherzer's going to be amped, um, but I think most importantly, they need to get to Granky early. I agree. Um, before that performance in game three, he was 0-2 with a like a six and a half ERA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not confident that he'll have back-to-back. Well, here's the interesting games. thing, right? So he he won game three largely throwing garbage. Like he was throwing – well, he had some nasty pitches that were just bottoming out, and the Nats weren't disciplined at the plate. They were so anxious to hit the ball yeah, that they lost their discipline. They were chasing stupid pitches that, frankly, would have earned them walks. And I was so grateful to see tonight that so many more guys actually worked 
the counts, even when they were two strikes down, to take walks and get on base. That was yeah. awesome. Um, I mean, surprisingly, Verlander only threw three, but um, it he was – I don't know how many full counts there were tonight. But this series overall might set, like, a record for mm-hmm. full count mm-hmm. at-bats because um, I think yesterday they went in with, like – 60 plus well i mean this is the crazy thing right like like i think they threw up uh joe buck threw up a stat at the beginning of the night that showed from the nats lowest point in the season you look at the two teams their record was exactly the same their record was exactly (laughs) the same the same amount of wins and losses and then all the other stats were negligible like they're they are this is a mirror image type type of uh of series and that's why i think you know the the three games were so disappointing in dc because the nats just went cold at the worst possible time but i think the games in houston are going to prove to show like this is what the merit of both these teams were so um we'll see we'll see how it goes if they can get to grinky early and if they can stay disciplined at the plate they can catch a few breaks honestly um I think they'll do just fine. I, I completely anticipate them coming out uh, swinging early, trying to be aggressive on the base pass, and um, who knows what we'll what we'll see. Yeah, Kevin Long needs to <clears throat> earn his. He's earned his pay, but he needs to earn. This it. is where he gets uh, to be the kingmaker for yep. tomorrow. He needs to look. This is your approach. This is what you have to do. This is what you're doing wrong. You know, like he needs yep. to be in their ear constantly yep. and keep these guys focused when they're going up to the mm-hmm. plate. Um, it he's been there before. They can't let Grinky go six innings like they did in Game Three. They need no, they need to they get need him to, out. They need to the punch fifth. him out early. If they if if they More if before. they can get him out early like they did Verlander, I think. I think there is a good possibility they could do some damage middle of the game. Yeah, because <clears throat> the Astros aren't going to throw that side armor guy out when they're behind. He's good. He's good for an inning. Um, I I think he's and, good for an inning. I don't um, think he's a long relief guy that they can afford to throw out there. Now I could see them having Arcady in potential backup scenario. So I mean, I mean, dude, yeah. this is this is what I'm getting at. The Nats are the, it's all it's hands, all on, hands deck. on deck for both teams. The Nats are gonna have Scherzer and Corbin and Sanchez in addition to Hudson and Doolittle. The Astros are gonna have Grinky or Katie and their whole roster of guys that have done very their bullpen has done very well um you know, this part of the postseason. And it, this is gonna be this this is gonna be a hell of a game. This this is gonna be a lot of fun to watch, I think. I mean, game sevens are, you know, they're always nuts. It's always yeah. something. And well, hopefully the something happens to the <sighs> Yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, it's, um, yeah, I'm just, it'd be so much, it'd be so nice if you're like, oh, we're up by whatever many runs and I, but you'll still be anxious so it's not even like you'd have peace of mind if the score was you know if, Dude, I would say, if it's runs. the same score going into the night tomorrow i'm still gonna be on the verge of having a heart attack because 
because the, yeah. the, the, these things are never over until the third out. They are never over until the third out. Yeah, they could be in it. You never yeah. know. You yeah. never, ever know. Well, I don't have any more closet systems to build, but <laughs> I will be putting the radio on tomorrow. Um, as for watching and all that stuff, I'll, I'll figure that out. But I, I'm going with Charlie and Dave tomorrow. I, if If what we want to happen happens, I want to hear their call. And uh, I think we'll end it where we started it, uh, talking about the radio guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope. Let's hope so, man. I think this is going to be um, a lot of fun for tomorrow. This is exciting. Um, <clears throat> all of DC is uh, on edge over this. John Smoltz actually gave an incredibly good compliment in the middle of the game, he said, you know, that the fans in this World Series, he said, you know, they're always good in the World Series, but he said in, for these games in Houston and in D.C., he thought that the fans throughout this World Series were phenomenal, that they had that they had come out, they were loud, they were supporting their teams. In D.C., even when things were rough, um, that everybody, you know, everybody was loud, everybody was standing, nobody was going anywhere. Yeah. Um he just thought that that made it special. And um hopefully this will be a mark of something special. So here we go. Game 7 tomorrow 8 o'clock. Astros versus the Nats, mm-hmm. Scherzer versus Grinky. We're going to find out how this all ends and uh I think it's going to be quite the ending for somebody. Um so <laughs> Hopefully it'll be us and our guys wishing them all the luck in the world and uh, hoping they play a hell of a game tomorrow night. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, me, me too. Can't wait. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you then. Good night, everybody. We'll catch you right. after game seven. Go Nats. Go Nats. Sanchez not around. Nor is Max Scherzer. They're all in the bullpen. So basically, Strasburg and Parra were slow dancing.